Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Kara Goodwin, and welcome to the Parenting Translator newsletter and podcast. So today I'm going to talk about how to be a good parent when you didn't have one. So I'm going to talk about the research behind whether you are destined to repeat your parents' mistakes. So it happens to all of us. Um, Nearly every parent has a moment when they say or do something and they wonder, oh my gosh, am I turning into my mother slash father? And this particularly happens at times of stress or overwhelm. And it seems that we can't help but default to parenting in the same way our parents did when we are stressed out, when we feel overwhelmed. For some parents, those who don't want to repeat the mistakes of their own parents, this experience is beyond frustrating, and they may feel desperate for any way to break this generational cycle. So does research really find that you are destined to parent in the same way as your own parents? And is there anything you can do about it? So research does consistently find that people are more likely to parent in the same way that their own parents did. And it seems that both positive and negative parenting skills are passed down from one generation to the next. For example, people who have experienced harsh discipline are more likely to harshly discipline their own children. And people who have experienced aggressive parents are more likely to be aggressive with their own children. And similarly, people who had parents who spanked are more likely to be approving of physical discipline. So this is attitude is often expressed as my parents did it and I turned out fine. So, you know, I'm going to spank my own kids. On the other hand, so the more positive side, people who experienced positive parenting in childhood, um, and that can include like consistent discipline and acceptance of emotions, they are more likely to show positive parenting with their own children when they are adults. Another study found that having more affectionate parents was associated with more positive parenting of your own kids, while having more controlling parents was associated with more negative parenting of your own kids. Um, Research has yet to really tease apart the extent to which this generational pattern is nature and nurture, but I think it's safe to say it's probably a little bit of both. So is this true for everyone? Are you destined to repeat your parents' mistakes? So please don't give up and just resign yourself to becoming your mother or father. Research really only finds a really modest relationship from parenting from one generation to the next. So clearly a lot of people break the cycle. Even in the most extreme examples of child abuse and mistreatment, most people do not repeat the generational pattern. So research estimates that only 30% of adults who are mistreated go on to mistreat their own children meaning 70% do not mistreat their children. And research finds that parenting and the family climate that adults experienced as children only explains 15% of the differences in their own parenting for mothers and only 3% of differences in parenting for fathers. Another study found that 14 to 16% of the variance in parenting was explained by how you were parented. The lack of a stronger relationship between parenting from one generation to the next really suggests that different life factors may influence the extent to which you follow in your parents' footsteps. And we're going to talk about what some of those factors are. So why do some parents repeat the parenting they experienced, whereas others do not? Research has provided some insight into this by looking at the factors that influence the relationship between parenting in one generation and the next. So first, research finds that having other supportive relationships with friends and family makes it more likely that positive parenting is passed down from one generation to the next. 
The researchers also found that parenting, um, that sorry, participating in more social activities participate increases the um, chances that parents emulate the positive parenting that they experienced. Similarly, research finds that parents' social skills influence the extent to which parenting quality is passed down from one generation to the next. So this might be because parenting quality either improves or hurts the social skills of the child, which then impacts their parenting skills of their own children. So together, these findings suggest that working on social skills and prioritizing other social relationships may enhance the likelihood that positive parenting skills are passed on. Another recent study found that parents who showed um, higher levels of parenting self-efficacy and effective coping skills were more likely to score higher in terms of positive parenting, even if they didn't have a positive parent themselves. So the translation here is parenting self-efficacy means believing that you can have a positive impact on your child. So this can be thought of as parenting self-confidence. Active coping skills mean having effective strategies for dealing with negative emotions or parenting stress, like talking to somebody else about your problems or calming yourself down before you have um, the chance to use any form of discipline. On the other hand, the researchers found that when parents showed low levels of parenting self-confidence and poor active coping skills, they were more likely to repeat their own parents' mistakes with their children. So the translation here is you may be more likely to parent in a similar way to your parents, but that does not mean you are destined to turn into your parents. Research suggests that many parents parent in a different way. Having other positive social skills in relationships, having parenting self-confidence, and using active coping skills may help you to be a quote-unquote good parent, even if you didn't have one. So what are some practical tips to applying this to your own life and breaking the generational cycle? So a lot of these tips are related to increasing your parenting self-confidence, your social skills, and developing some active coping skills. So first, make a list of everything you do right as as a parent. So a lot of us focus on the negative. Try to focus on the positive. What are you doing right as as a parent? And I can promise you, you're doing a lot more right than you think you are. Second, tell yourself that you are the expert on your child and trust your own intuition. If you're struggling, remember that all good parents struggle and make mistakes. Parenting is universally difficult. There's no one who would say that parenting is an easy job. Third, avoid comparing yourself to other parents, particularly on social media, which we all know is the highlight reel. And realize that your perception of other parents is not always the reality. So we see people on social media or even out in public who seem like they have it all together. That is very rarely true if you were to look in on them on a tough day and see how they're really parenting. If you're having trouble building your self-confidence, ask family and friends to help you by identifying some of the strengths that you have as a parent. If you have a co-parenting partner, ask them to provide you with positive feedback regularly. You can do it for each other. That can really help to booster both of your parenting self-confidence. Research finds that having other positive relationships makes it more likely that an individual will break the cycle of negative parenting. So seek out positive relationships with family, friends, therapists, coworkers, et cetera. These relationships can provide positive models for you that will help to improve your parenting skills. 
Um, you can also work on the social skills that you might have missed in developing during childhood with a mental health professional or through a social skills group for adults or by practicing social skills with a trusted friend or family member. If you feel guilty about not being a good enough parent or you're feeling like you are not a good parent yourself, booster your parenting self-confidence by imagining what you would tell a friend if they were feeling guilty about a particular behavior. I always think of when I was struggling with breastfeeding, what I would have told a friend who was you know, having trouble in breastfeeding their baby. I would never say, oh, you're a terrible mother because you couldn't breastfeed. I would be like, you're trying your best. You're doing everything you can. So think of how you would talk to a friend in that situation. Finally, work on developing some really effective coping strategies, particularly to use when your kids are making you feel like you might lose your mind. Um, Some examples are deep breathing, mindfulness, taking a break, seeking out social support from others, and that can really improve your ability to manage difficult situations with your children. If you are having trouble in developing some coping skills, seek this can be a great place where you can seek help from a mental health professional. Mental health professionals can really help you in developing these coping skills. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Parenting Translator newsletter and podcast. Listen next week for more research back tips for parents. Parenting Translator is a nonprofit organization, so all of these podcasts and the information they provide are given to you for free. If you would like to support our work, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review it. Thank you so much.